We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, welcome back. Two hours down, two hours to go. Josh, I thought you were going to play Life's What You Make It. I thought that's what we were... uh... Your favorite song from back in the day. I thought we were going to uh, open where did with that. this? Where did this bit come from? <laughs> I said, life's what you make it. I remember that song. And I was like, oh, that would age-wise fit into when you were watching those kind of shows. I'm not going to lie. I've never heard this song. Oh, come on. Don't play. You know. You know the song I'm talking about. You know I'll the play, song. I'll play it at 430 and we'll see if I know it. Oh, come on. You know the song. Life's what you make it. You know the song. Don't play dumb. I won't believe you if you say you don't know the song. By the way, this is uh, making its rounds on social media. I'm not going to mention names, but everyone knows who I'm talking about. Anyone see the video of the Buffalo News sports reporter who told the Buffalo Sabres uh, young reporter? It was like a, a promotion, right, Josh? It was a promotion. And um, this reporter, this uh, kid was trying to get in to get a... Uh, interview with like a Sabres mic they had given and this Buffalo News reporter said no 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 and kind of shooed them away for lack of better expression. So this all started because on Saturday was the kids takeover day and and the Sabres have been doing this for the past few years now where the kids of just you know kids basically sign up for this anything young anyone younger than like a teenager pretty much um, and they can go in and they'll take over certain uh jobs at the arena with help of you know Sabres media members of course and one of them happens to be the Sabres junior reporter where they'll set up an interview with a player and that's what this video was but this was from a few years ago this all came up because of an incident that happened Saturday where said reporter went after the PA announcer for talking too fast during one of his goal announcements yeah and <laughs> just in and poor it's, taste yeah it's and, and, and then continued to defend said tweet of going after after the deleting the tweet after deleting it yes yeah. yeah so it's just a lovely lovely string of uh tweets on twitter that that's really it, it's funny but it's also kind of makes you a little mad yeah i mean in this video it's just unacceptable you know like like i've always been obsessed with media as i've talked about a million times and if that was me that that would just it, obviously already a little shaken you've got all these reporters you know all these adult reporters and You've been given this opportunity. You're walking up. And by the way, the staffer said, go walk, you know, go, go ask your question. And then this guy from the Buffalo News just goes, no, 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 no. Like, like he's so special. By the way, his reporting. Mm. Um, but, you know, well, and, and the other like, thing it's is- so important to get that to get your question. By the way, his question that day was nothing. He, he asked uh, 
he asked about the plus-minus. He shooed that kid away to ask about the player having the worst uh, plus-minus in the league. It, it, it's just, it's a bad look. And right, this was a few seasons ago, the, the Sabres weren't playing so well. It's just a bad look. And it just, for, again, a job that you do have to somewhat be, maybe not in the newspaper, maybe I'm wrong, but a job you have to somewhat be liked. Like if a video of me came out like that and I was telling some, I was telling the kid to get out of here, you know, you've got to have some good PR about yourself if you're trying to be in the media, especially in a town the size of Buffalo. I think, I think this is a bad look for a newspaper, by the way, that's not getting a bunch of good PR, right? This is what, two weeks after they're moving their uh, printing operations to Cleveland. And now you've got this, it's just, it's a bad look. And again, I know a lot of sports reporters in Buffalo and the ones I know are great people. I don't know this individual. Yeah, I, I think the other thing that's important here is also that same team member that you know told the kid to go ask the question. Yes. Right after the video cuts, there's been people tweeting saying like, "Yeah, no." Right after the video cut, that same staff member was like, "Hey, like, what are you doing? Like, this is why she's doing this." Yada yada. So it wasn't like the Sabers were just kind of like, "Oop, our bad," but didn't do anything about. It. They definitely like got on it right away as it was happening. So it's. It's just a like you said. It's terrible personal PR. It, it's it is, and it's just it's why people in the media get such a bad rap. Too many people in the media take themselves way too seriously. I'll tell you this: if there's one thing I'll never do, I will never take myself too seriously. And again, I know I can re, I can be replaced tomorrow. Josh could come in here and replace me today. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, better some, watch out. Some people just think they're so special and they're so important because they're in the media. Let me tell you. We're not special, and we're not important. I'm putting that in my contract. 803-0930, star 930. Thank you, Josh. Um, I'll retweet. There's an article on Barstool about it. I'll, uh, I'll retweet that. 803-0930, star 930. According to a survey, Buffalo is a singles paradise. We have yet to get any confirmation from single people that this is a singles paradise. Actually, from what I'm reading on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, it's anything but. Uh, what are your experiences? Again, I think it, it, I'm, I'm sure answers vary by age and vary by what you're looking for uh, in a mate, right? What you're looking for. Are you looking for marriage? Are you looking for di- just dating? Are you looking for something not that serious? This doesn't specify who it's a, par- a paradise for. And also, tell me about your worst first date experience. I have one I'm going to read on the text board, but first we'll go to Lou in uh, Amherst. Lou, you had a horrible date experience? Yes, this is such an interesting story. And and I hope she's not listening because she's a great lady, but she's a little crazy. And here's what happened. I met her at the library. She was walking into the library, and she had this aura about her and this smile about her. I was just attracted to her, so I... We talked for a few minutes and she gave me her phone number. So on our first date, I decided to take her to the sportsman's. Now, on the way to sportsman's, uh, there's a guy looking for money, a veteran looking for money. She was so enthusiastic about giving this guy for money. It was crazy. Oh, should we give him money? I want to give him, I mean, I'm just like, okay, give him some money, you know, just just calm down, you know. So so we get the sportsman's and they have no table service. So I sit down to the table and I go to get a drink get our drinks. I come back to the table and there's a lady sitting with them. I'm going, Oh, who's your friend? A longtime friend. She goes, no, it's just somebody I just met. And I felt bad that she was sitting alone. So I asked her to join us. I go to myself, what our first date, our first time to talk and you invite somebody to sit with us. Okay. You're that kind of a person. That's lovely. 
we'll deal with it. And we had a nice time, you know. So then I take her to another bar. I took her out to the lake, out to the river. And, um, and she says, I have to go to the bathroom. So she goes to the, she goes to the bathroom, all getting drinks. 15 minutes later, she, I'm looking for, I'm looking for maybe 10 minutes later. <laughs> I finally, I finally go up to her. She's talking to her. I said, uh, so this is an old friend. I got her drinks here. She says, your old friend. She goes, no, I just met her. I wanted to talk to her and talk to her for a while. I go to myself, what a complete stranger. And you got me waiting 10 minutes for you to come back and have a drink. And I'm going, my goodness, this, this is just really out of control. So, so then the final, the final coup de grace was, which put it into the day. We, we sat down at a table with some friends. I, well, it was not a table. It was like a bar type thing where they were sitting like within two feet of us. And again, she's so, she's so outgoing and stuff. And she starts, and I, I barely know these people. They're like acquaintances. She starts telling the most obscene joke I've ever heard. I was just mortified. I'm going, wow, this, this is the worst day I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's very telling, Lou, if someone's looking for other people to talk to than the person they're on the date with. <laughs> what did I say much about me, does it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hey, well, Lou, we're, we're, we're glad you got through that uh, that date experience and we're able to call in with it today. I, I mean, she's like 50 years old. This wasn't a young woman, though. This was, right. almost, you know, 50, you know. Yeah, that was by far the worst way. And I, I hope she's listening, you know, you're a nice lady, but my goodness, you got to calm down. <laughs> hey, Lou, appreciate the call. Lou and Amherst, meeting at the uh, at the library. I never thought of that as a uh, as a meeting place, though. But I- I'm I'm sure, you know, uh, any place can be a meeting place, right? 803-0930, star 930. It, it's, it's very interesting to read uh, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Again, five years removed from the dating scene. Uh, hopefully, we'll never have to be on the dating scene again. Hopefully, uh, my wife puts up with me. Um <laughs> but it, it's just very interesting the the different answers we're getting on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. However, at the end of the day, they're all saying the same thing, uh, kind of disputing this survey. Maybe they should have looked at other factors in this survey, right? Again, okay, there's a bunch of single people here. Do they all want to date, right? That might be a problem. Hey, you've got 55% single people in Buffalo, but 30% of them, aren't interested in dating. Well, then it's not a single paradise for people who are looking for dates. And again, I think it's very telling that three-fourths of single people in Western New York struggle to find a date without a dating app. Again, I think that goes against calling this a singles paradise. A survey says it is. That survey was published in the New York Times, I'm sorry, in the New York Post and Daily Mail. Uh, what say you? Let's go to West Seneca and speak with Tony. Tony, what's been your experience? Hi, Joe. How you doing? Doing all uh, right. It's been, a, it's been a total nightmare. I've been on like uh, two dating services in the past year. And, uh, you know, you get people that are not reciprocating back. You know, it's just, uh, you know, very, very bizarre. Um, it's been a nightmare. So, Tony, you're talking about on, on dating apps. Uh, have you tried, uh, you know, the old-fashioned way of getting off the apps and just meeting people out, or does that just not really happen anymore? Um, well, the thing is, it's, it's like there's a whole different, like back in the day, it was like really easy to talk up, walk up and talk to somebody. Now, you know, it's, it's they're looking for the bigger, better deal, you know. They'll talk to 15 
you know, people in one week, these, these, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but women, you know, and, uh, it's, they're just got so many options out there, you know, and their, their, uh, expectations and what they want is, uh, very high these days. And, you know, it's very, you know, it's, it's not very, you don't feel very enthused when you even go out, you know, it's it's like you're dreading that first date not the first date but you know like the profiles they put on those dating sites and then you meet them and you know they says they're looking for a serious relationship or something and and it's totally the opposite you know they don't call you back or they ghost you or even if you meet somebody out of the bar you know who knows if it's the real number right you know it's just been I mean, the, the 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 old saying where the guys are, you know, like, are there just to, you know, meet somebody and hook up with them and leave. That doesn't happen really as much, I think, as the women are looking just to, you know, either tease you or give you a fake number or do the same thing to you, you know, like, it's um, it's it's a game that's does. it's a game that's not that fun to play. No, not anymore. You know, and yeah. When I found out that. Like that gentleman was saying that women that woman was in her fifties and she's acting, you know, strangely. It's like that from like forty all the way up to like sixty, and you think that they would have their life together and know what they want, but now they just want to bounce around and from person to person, and it's, you know, it's just very, uh, yeah. I, I uh, it was a total nightmare on those and and those on those sites, and I probably, you know. Yeah, Actually, you know. Tony, you are verbalizing what I'm seeing so much on the uh, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I'm, I'm glad you called in. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Tony said that, but we've got women on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board that say, no, that's the men. Tony, you know, they say, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything Tony's saying, but my experience is it's the men who are ghosting, the men who aren't calling back, um, the men who are giving fake numbers. So I, I, I think you've got a lot of people out there that don't know what they want, right? And this is coming from some from someone who's married, so I, I shouldn't be saying this. Um, but I, I think you have a lot of people who don't know what they want, and we've all been at that stage in our life, right? And you have people who just want to go on a date. They just want to date. They don't want to do anything else. They don't want to go any further. They just want to go on dates. They just want to have someone they can call and say, hey, let's meet up, right? You want people who, oh, it's not that serious, which I guess is the same thing. And then you have people who want marriage. And, and, and the problem is, the problem is you have some in that group who don't know what they want at all. And I think that's what we're hearing from Tony. I think that's what we're seeing on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park Textbook as well. 803-0930, start at 30. What about you? We'll uh, come back. We'll keep this topic going. We'll take your calls. But also, I want to get into 24-hour stores. What the heck happened to 24-hour stores? Talk about that when we come back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Did you see Josh in middle school dancing to this song? Um, can we turn that off? Why? Uh, I got the new Hannah Montana album. We got. Was this you, Josh? Was this a big Hannah Montana fan? Huge, huge, yeah. totally. Yeah. Of course, yeah. This was my jam. This is a great album. It's a great this album. This is this is total sarcasm, if no one can tell. <laughs> Life's what you make it. That's what I was talking about. And then Josh is like raising his hands, like, "Can we play the Hannah Montana song? That was my favorite song growing up." And I was like, "Sure, sure, go find it. We'll play Hannah Montana." Next time you sing to a song, I'm turning your mic on, and everyone's gonna hear you do bad karaoke. But you know what? That wouldn't be as embarrassing as people thinking that that was your favorite song. <laughs> uh, um, and you know what? I've done bad karaoke. There's a wannabes in Nashville. I've uh, I, I've performed a few songs. Someone texted in, "Oh, Joe, it's your jam." See. We can't fool them, Josh. They know exactly who thought of that song. Yes, it was me. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. I did not think this was going to be the topic that it's turned out to be. But uh, the, the, the singles paradise, as a survey says Buffalo is, do you have that uh, same, what's the word I'm looking for? Have you, just, have you found that, that to be accurate, that Buffalo is this singles paradise that this survey says, 803-0930, star 930. Again, I, I think it's, number one, what you make it, but, but it's also what you're looking for, right? It, it might be very successful if you're looking for one thing, but if you're looking for another, I mean, 55% of, of Buffalo single, you know, that is there a commitment problem in Western New York? Is there a relationship problem in Western New York? And... Three-fourths of people in Western New York can't find a date or struggle to find a date without an app. Doesn't that kind of go against it being a singles uh, paradise? Again, that's just my looking at it. I will say this. You know, you you heard Tony before the break. And like I said, we've gotten texts from men and women that said the same thing Tony's saying. That, you know, you go on a date with someone and they won't call you back or they'll just ghost you. And, you know, I know that's the easy way out. That's the easy thing to do. Um, and, and believe me, this is coming from someone who broke up with someone via text. All right. So I'm not saying that I was the best at breaking up. But again, don't, don't we get to an age where, that, where you're too old to just ghost somebody? Where you're too old to pull the Elaine and give, uh, give the H&H bagels number to the guy uh, that you don't want to take a call from? Don't we get to an age where, again, this is kind of like the the, the mechanic thing. Isn't there an age you hit where, okay, I'm just going to tell this person, hey, uh, you know, enjoy the date. Or you can can fib a little bit, but I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. Isn't that the mature thing to do? Like, I'll tell you this. Usually I was the one getting dumped back back in my dating life, okay? But if I ever dumped somebody, I usually... Told I know I always told them I was dumping them. Now again, I I did a lot of dumping via via text and you know that's not good. I was in my twenties, 
But I think just ghosting someone, I just think we grow out of that at some point. Hey, you know, it was nice meeting you. I just don't think it's going to work out. There you go. There you go. That's fine. 803-0930, star 930. We're also taking your uh, worst date experience. John is in the Sunshine State of Florida. John, what was your worst date experience? Okay, just a disclaimer. Western New York is horrible for dating, and so is Florida. Just to put oh, it out there. All right. My worst experience uh, was when Bumble first came out. Uh, I, I got a hit with a girl. Everything was going good. Chatting, phone number, you know, texting. Then we planned a date. First time ever meeting this person. Took her to Bar Louis at the Walden Galleria. So we're sitting there trying to get to know each other, talking. Next thing I know, she's like, oh, I got to take my medicine. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Meanwhile, she has a martini. Uh, found out later on that it was seizure medicine. And that the, we went to Dave and Buster's after, and she started, uh, alcohol was uh, having an issue with the medicine, and she was, like, instantly drunk, just a hot mess. Oh. Like, I had to carry her out of Dave and Buster's, like, an hour later. And I was like, I thought I was in a twilight zone. I was like, did this really happen? I walked her back to her apartment. I took her back to her apartment. Um, Long story short, it was just a nightmare from hell with the situation, and I was traumatized from dating networks. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's not like the, the combination you should be making at any time, and, and not on a on a first date. So, did you go back to the Bumble app, or did you uh, did you try to find something else? I have never been on that app since. And when I lived in Western New York, I was in my I've been there my whole life. I've only been gone a couple of years, but. It, it was just it was just horrible dating. You know, a lot of ghosting. A lot of guys have ruined it for a lot of dating to even get a good girl because they're scared, you know, of the whole right. shenanigans of dating. And I'm not saying girls are the same way, but, yeah, there's tons of ghosting. As, and especially as a single dad, a lot of girls don't want to date a single dad anymore. Um, it's, it's just very hard. And single for a long time. I came down to Florida uh, during COVID. And it was just, like, insane. Like, everyone wants a date. But the thing down here in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, they tell you straight up, hey, I'm talking to five different people. If you want to you talk to me, that's how it works. Yeah. And then that's it's straight up it's straight up chaos. So it's the same thing. That's what Tony was saying uh, the last segment, that, you know, someone, they're always talking to five or six different people. And so it, 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 it's... So what I'm hearing, John, is it's the exact same. There's no paradise in Buffalo. It's the exact same thing down in Florida, except the weather's nicer. Yep, yep exactly. And, and, and you know what? The, a lot of people down here from, like, up, up in New York City and stuff, and they're uh, dating is good. Like, you can find a girl. You can talk. You know, you can have a good go out to dinner, have a good conversation. And, and you know what? There's a lot of women down here that want to find somebody but they're just playing their cards and seeing which one matches their their fit better. And which you know that's this that's the day we live in. And luckily, I found a beautiful girl from Mexico, and I have to worry about that. And uh, she's 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 everything to me. And I I will never, you know, go back to that dating scene again because of that, those reasons. Sounds good, John. Hey, happy it worked out for you, and uh, happy you're down there in Florida, still listening to us on the Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Thank you, John. John in Florida. 803-0930, star 930. Someone wants to know, what does ghosting mean? Ghosting means you were talking to someone, right? That uh, Ghosting's as if I was talking to my wife, okay? And then, you know, we were doing a text back and forth. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Untimely sneeze. Um, 
so say my wife and I were talking back and forth, all right? And then all of a sudden, she stopped replying to my text. Now, pretend that we're not, you know, my wife and I are not living together and we just started dating. So we went on a few dates, we're texting, and then I text her something like, hey, want to go out again? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Hey, everything okay? They just stop communicating with you. Sometimes ghosting can go to the extremes, right? Not only do they stop communicating with you, they block you on all social media platforms, blah, blah, blah. So that's, that's ghosting. It's really just the equivalent of giving someone a fake number. You just stop talking to the person. So, well, that was very uh, insightful. And, and again, I think a, a lot of people will challenge this survey. Like I said, I want to applaud Buffalo anytime we do something that gets us into the national spotlight. Okay, I, I will take every award you want to give us. I don't think we should raise a banner for this one because I'm not sure there's a lot of proof that this is an accurate statement. So I appreciate the calls, the text. Like I always say, it's not easy to talk about your dating life, right? I mean, I did it on the radio when I was single, but it's not, it's not easy. I appreciate uh, you guys texting in and calling in. Now, something I wanted to get to today, and we're going to do this right now. You know, uh, there was a time here in Western New York where you had good options of places to go to at two in the morning, okay? If you needed to go to a grocery store, to a pharmacy, if you had to get a bite to eat, you had options. Look at Sheridan Drive, all right? Sheridan Drive before the pandemic, you had a 24-hour diner, you had a 24-hour Walmart, you had a 24-hour Tim Hortons, all in, a, all in a little triangle there, okay? Further down the street, you had a 24-hour Tops on Maple, a 24-hour uh, Wegmans on Alberta. You had options for 24-hour shopping. And then the creation or the addition of, of uh, self-checkout really, in my opinion, made, made it a thing of, well, this will always be here. You really only need to have one non-stock person watching the self-checkout registers. And it was great. As someone who works at 4.30 in the morning, it was nice to have the freedom of going to Tops or Wegmans and getting some stuff before coming to work. Now, you still have, we used to have a 7-Eleven that was 24 hours. That's no longer 24 hours on Maple. We do have Speedway. And um, I, I like I like to uh, go in there and, and talk with their overnight crew. And yes, they'll have the stuff I'm looking for. But is is there just no need for 24 hour stores anymore? Because I mean, 24 hour Tim Hortons used to be all over. When I worked overnights at Bed Bath and Beyond, I would always go to Tim Hortons on my way into work. And then I would come here and screen calls for Bowerly at nine in the when he was in the morning, and I would get a uh, Tim Hortons on the way on the way in. Obviously, it's still open at nine, but you get the point. It was open at midnight. You know, you could go to any Tim Hortons, and most Tim Hortons I remember as a kid were twenty four hours. The Tim Hortons on Main Street. The one, we used to have two twenty four hour Tim Hortons uh, on the same street, Sweet Home and Sheridan, and Sweet Home across from the high school. There is just now no more, I mean, very few 24-hour options. It seems like the 24-hour diner is no more. That's out. 
I mean, Walmart, for as long as I can remember, Walmart's for 24 hours. We got kicked out of the Walmart on Transit Road when I was in high school for playing dodgeball inside the Walmart. It was 24 hours. And, you know, David was talking about this earlier. You know, you have Rochester, the, uh, the white-collar Rochester with Kodak and all that. And you have blue-collar Buffalo. We have a lot of shift work still here in western New York. You would think if there's a place where you would still have a plethora of 24-hour options, it would be western New York. But they're just not there anymore. You know, there might be a McDonald's that's open 24 hours. There might be a gas station that's open 24 hours. And I want to know from the audience, is there just no more need for 24-hour stores? Is there no need for a 24-hour Wegmans or a 24-hour Tops? Yeah, I find it, I find it kind of comical that there used to be the sticker on Tops, you know, we're here for you 24 hours a day. And I remember um, when I lived in Orchard Park, I lived right behind the Tops. That was 24 hours. And they actually changed their hours before the pandemic. So it wasn't a pandemic thing. It was a 2019 thing. I used to go to that Tops early in the morning, and then I would go to Tim Hortons, and I would come to work, right? Um, and then that, that, that Tim Hortons uh, closed at 11, and that Tops went to closing at midnight. And I just don't understand. I would think the demand is back for these 24-hour stores. And you look at the stores like a Tops, like a Wegmans. And again, I don't work at Tops or Wegmans, but I imagine most of them have an overnight stock crew. As someone who used to work on an overnight stock crew at Bed Bath & Beyond, I would imagine these grocery stores, I know Walmart has a 24-hour stock crew. You would think with self-checkout, you have one person that will watch the registers, and you have your overnight stock crew. It's not like you don't have the, it's not like you're not already full of employees stocking the shelves, getting ready for the next day. Why can't these stores reopen? Or am I misreading this? Is there not the demand for 24-hour stores anymore? Is there not a demand for 24-hour Tim Hortons? Are there any 24-hour Tim Hortons? I mean, it used to be all 24-hour Tim Hortons. And then, you know, they, they started putting hours on a few, but you still had Sheridan and Sweet Home was 24 hours. Union Road by the Galleria Mall, that was 24 hours. I think that might have been one of the last ones they uh, changed from 24 hours. It, 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 for me, someone who gets up early, right? I'm on the road at four in the morning. It would be nice to have another option. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone's up at four in the morning. However, in Buffalo, where you have shift work, you have people up at all hours of the day, you would think it would be in these businesses' best interest to have a 24-hour store. 803-0930, star 930. Is there a 24-hour store that you depend on still in Western New York? Am I, am I missing one there? and Or am I wrong? Is, is that demand for 24-hour uh, stores just no longer a thing here in Western New York? Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's funny, so we're getting a, a little bit of everything on the, on the text board. Tim Hortons on military in Tonawanda is 24 hours drive through only. I did not know about that, so there's one that's still 24 hours. But then someone texts, 
24-hour Tim Hortons. There's a Tim Hortons in Lancaster on Harris Hill in Genesee that closes at 2 in the afternoon after the lunch rush. Now, I know that was the case for the Tim Hortons on transit as well by the bowling alley, but I think they've extended their hours now and are back open till 11. I'm not sure about that one in Lancaster, though, but for the longest time, there were locations that closed at 2 in the afternoon. Such a difference then. Like I said, when I first could drive, and you know that, that summer when you first have a car and you first can drive around western New York? What's the one thing I remember? Well, it's after 11, but guess what? I can still get a coffee at Tim Hortons. I can still go to Tom's Diner, right? There were still things to do. Those options, I think, are very... Um, are less than half of what they were back in 0708. Uh, 803 star 930. Let's go to Tony in Yorkshire. Tony used to work nights at Tops. That's right, Joe. So when did they, uh, when and why did they cut the hours? So back in the, going back 16, 17 years, I was uh, working the night crew. I was like, well, actually, I was the assistant grocery manager, and we used to be 24 hours. And then all of a sudden they said, well, we're not busy enough at night, so we're going to close at 1, and we're going to open at 5. And i got to tell you, it's actually easier to keep the store open and have a cashier there than to lock the doors behind her and hope somebody was going to come in at 5 in the morning to run a cash register. <laughs> I think it's just a cost-cutting measure. That's my opinion. I think the demand is still there for grocery restaurants to be open 24 hours. I think the companies are just trying to squeeze every and dying, they can. Isn't that funny, Tony? Just four hours of uh, the store being open is is a, yeah. I, like you said. I think it would just make sense to, to keep it open. It, it, it sure would have. It was easier. Uh, there's there's no business at night. The night cashier, she actually does work stocking the candy at the registers and, and doing things like that. So it's not unproductive. It made no sense to me then, and it makes no sense to me now. Why the WalMarts have gone away from 24 that you've mentioned have done the same. Yeah, hey Tony, appreciate that, and that confirms what I what I was saying. You've got the stock uh, people in there, right? I mean, a lot of these stores you drive by them at night, the lights are on, there's cars in the parking lot, they're stocking, getting ready for the next day. Open the store and have one person watch the cashier, the cash register, and when there's no one in the store, go back to what you're already doing. That's that's my take on it. And again, this is coming from me, but Tony kind of confirmed what I was saying. What about you? Let's go to uh, Gina in Amherst. Gina, good afternoon. Hi. Hey, Gina. What do you think of the uh, the twenty four hour stores being no more? Um. Well, first of all, I'm old enough to remember when we didn't have most stores did not open twenty four seven, and and we we actually lived through it. <laughs> Um, but then, of course, they all started doing it. And why I think it's happening now is partly what Tony just said, but also they're finding it hard to find employees to work. So I think that's probably why they're doing it, too, is because it's hard to find people to work during the day. Most, And to try to find them to work that third shift, I think it's very difficult these days. You know, Gina, that's a great point. And, you know, it, it, it's so funny com- uh, compared to, like, the last decade. Because I remember when I was in high school, or I'm sorry, in college, and I was looking, I was, you know, looking for jobs, and uh, I applied at Wegmans, and you got put on a wait list. Now you walk to Wegmans, and they have now hiring signs all over the place. It, it, it's funny how, mm-hmm. how much that has changed in, you know, 10, 15 years. Yes. Yeah. Those I, are my thoughts. I think, I think you're on to something there, Gina. I appreciate the call. Yeah, the, the, there's the... Um, 
the, as, as Michelle and Lewiston says, the, uh, the worker crisis. Michelle, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Doing all right. Just like, just like Gina said, I'm, you know, just going, running errands with my grandparents on Saturdays because everything was closed on Sundays, let alone not being open at night. And then now, of course, everything started opening up on Sundays and opening up overnight. I, my family has a, a business that we're open seven days a week. We only have Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings to go out and do our errands, do our shopping, go out to dinner. And nowadays, we can't find any place to do any of this stuff. Everything is closed. You pull up to some place that's been open, it's closed. And you, you know, talk to some of the people that run the places. We can't get anybody to work. Nobody wants to work. Yes, sometimes they're stocking shelves. A lot of these stores are now stocking shelves during the day because they don't, they're having the cashiers stock the shelves because they don't have enough people to work the overnights or later in the day, let alone stock the shelves at night. Yeah, you're, you're running into one of those, uh, those as we call that Bed Bath & Beyond U-boats in the middle of an aisle at 1 in the afternoon because, as you said, hey, this is when we have people here. We're going to have to get uh, not only get customers cashed out, but stock shelves at the same time. It's, 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 so, um, it's so difficult. We just want to do something with our family on Sunday night. Sunday afternoon, and we can't even go get groceries sometimes because it's just yep. not open. It's a sign of the times. Hey, Michelle, appreciate the call. And, and that is a thing. I mean, you know, I, I we talked about this last week. People who are losing their job and saying, "Oh, I can't find a job." You can't. I mean, again, it might not be in the field you're looking for, but I'll tell you, I hope I don't get fired. But you know, if if I got fired tomorrow, I don't know if I'd be able to use the excuse I can't find a job. Maybe I can't find a job that I prefer, like in radio, but if I got laid off today after the show, I could walk outside and get a job, right? I mean, there are, like I said, Wegmans. I remember filling out the booklet for a job at Wegmans when I was in high school, okay? And, you know, you hand it, and, and they say, you're on a wait list. You're, you know, there's, there's so many people. I never got a call back for that application, right? I think the time ran out. I never got a call back for that application. Now, any grocery store you go to, now hiring signs in the grass all over the place, right? Uh, Target, Walmart, Wegmans, Tops, they're all hiring. And so I think that's, I think you guys make a good point. That's probably part of it. These places can barely stay open the regular hours. They can't stretch into the evenings. But I think think we're missing out because uh, Buffalo, like I said, blue-collar town, a lot of shift work. People are up at night. People are driving home from work at 2 in the morning. It'd be nice if some of these stores would open uh, back 24 hours. Beamer in for Bowerly back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.